everyone. Hi. All right. How's it going? This is the Sleeps Brothers podcast. We're While She Sleeps, your favorite band. Episode and three. Episode yeah. three or something like that. I don't know. If episode been, four. Sorry, if you've been said. listening, nice one. If you aren't. Is welcome. anyone even listening? Is it the people tune in on Spotify and shit? Cool. Yeah, loads of Let's people. Let's carry on then. Yeah, we'll some people on. listen, I think. Cool. Yeah, so welcome to Sleeps Podcast. The most cool recent thing we did is release a new single called Nervous. Uh, it's fucking mint. It's probably the best single for record so far. <laughs> record. With a huge message. Huge. <laughs> Hugh Jackman. <laughs> With a huge message. So you should go, pause this, go listen to that, come back to Definitely this. Definitely just go and listen to Nervous and skip this. This is going to be dog shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fuck that off then. Thanks, Fuck thanks that right for listening. That's all we've done lately. <laughs> yeah. We've done that and loads of other cool stuff, but basically we have this sick thing called Sleep Society, which is uh, a subscription-based model. We do it through Patreon. It keeps our band alive. And if you want to support us and you like what we do, then join the Sleep Society for loads of cool shit. Lots and lots that of cool sounds shit. sounds like one of the things that people do on their podcast where they say it that often that they just start really not If you want to meet me on Twitter later, it's going to be good. I have stuff. been noticing You've done it every that. start of everyone, haven't you? I think so. And I'm it's watching cool. a lot of reaction videos. If you like this video, subscribe. Don't like my own Patreon. <laughs> We're going to be hanging on Twitch later. It's going to be fucking on. Sometimes I'm like, I'm like, what? What, what, what? <laughs> what are you saying? It's all that coffee drinking soon. So I'm having a coffee now and just speed me back up to reality. Shout out Nick Nocturnal for reviewing the song. Hit and miss it, though, it, Nick It was a bit surprised on Nervous, weren't it? It was a bit like, where it fucking riffs? Yeah. A, bit, a bit surprised by it. I think a lot of people going into we're talking about nervous said we weren't going. Nah, nah. Let's there talk about it. it. Let's talk about it. A lot of people going into that. I think they thought it was going to be a ridiculously heavy tune from the name. Well, well, right, we did so, you yeah. too, though, didn't right, we? So. Yeah. Two bangers. I think Nick well, Nocturnal needs a new logo. <coughs> oh, what? That sounds like a great dig. <laughs> I like it. No, it's old school. Oh, like, is it's it? old school. Yeah. yeah, I just like. I'm just. Jamie can pop that up. I'm on just the screen, hitting that for you. I like Nick Nocturnal. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, but you don't like his logo. I'm just saying, bro. I do logos. A lot of people are uh, subscribing and listening into what he's got to say, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's My cool. question yeah, cool. for the big reactors out there is, if you're doing a lot of reactions, are you putting it on? Are you yeah, there? Do, you, do, do you know your what normal you reactions to everyday life stuff start turning into your f- more your what do you mean? Do they, do they put it on when they're doing them? Do they, uh, and is it the first time you've seen like it? When your toast mm. pops up, you're like... <gasps> You know, like, <laughs> <My> toast! Yeah! <laughs> toast! <laughs> Zooming in on yourself, toast. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of great people reacting to Nervous. I am fucking loving I'm into this guy. This oh, guy. Shows his goosebumps. Oh, he rolled. Oh, nice. Legend. You, that guy, oh, shout out to him. I, he did that fucking Zoom because I'm on my sofa going, I love reaction videos, I love them. And then he did one the next day. Yeah, so, that made me cry. Yeah, he got me. He got it's me really that weird. night. When I, when I first shit. figured out that reaction videos were a thing, it, it blew my mind. I was like, but it's the same thing. Like I've got nieces and nephews that watch other people unbox their gifts. Well, that's or it. It's just watching other people play computer games. And at the first, I was normal. like, I'm just that, uh, that that's a little bit weird when you're opening like a new. But you know now what I mean? it's such a normal thing. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. Like now I go to these things first to see how people are reacting. To first stuff. time I saw Gogglebox, I thought, "You serious? People watching TV? Mm. That's what reactions is." We have to stop you there because our good friend Josh Franceschi nice. is waiting to join us. Cool. All right, Josh. Josh who? It's Josh Franceschi from You Me at Six. <laughs> yes. Nice. Josh, thank you for joining us on the Sleeps Brothers podcast. We really appreciate it. Le- pleasure. Thank you for having me. <laughs> nice. Um, 
So yeah, we were talking about talking about your fucking number one record is what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So sick. Have you got one of them big things? Everyone gets them big metal things now, don't they? Yeah, got got two sitting over there, mate. Cause it's number we're, two. So we're planning yeah, on yeah. we're planning on making our own just our so we can sort of fit in, you know, on release week. <laughs> Mate, I don't think I don't think you have to make your own. I think you boys are, are going to be well in there, aren't you? Surely. Fucking doubt we'll it. We'll see. <laughs> uh, see, this is it. So you know, before before we came on, we were talking about how like you you guys are now in the position that we were in, where you're sort of like three four weeks before the record drops. Yeah. Like we got to a point where we'd started off being like, ah, oh, hope it at least goes in the top ten sort of shit. And then one day we we're like, look, lads, we have to manifest some good stuff here because that's part of it. I think, mm. well, you know, like. Yeah. I think if you guys will sit down and go, you know what, we've worked for fucking half of this. Our fans love us. They'll back us um, and go into it all positive. I'm sure you guys get a proper, proper um, result. Fair, so, yeah. for sure. Yeah, we've got your backs anyway. For what it's did worth. you have any? Um, did you have any big weak rivals? Did we have any? Yeah. Who was in uh, there? Barry Gibbs, cheeky bastard. Don't know who he was up to. Um, <laughs> BG's vibes, um, yeah, and then we thought we thought Zayn Malik because he 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 like announced his record the day of release when ours came out, and we got a bit worried about that, and that, and then that didn't really materialise. But um, yeah, there was, there was no there's no real rivalry except for Barry Gibbs, which was a weird one. But was it was it a tight race or was it? A, did you win by a clear mile? Uh, it was. Give me it, the numbers. It, it, it was. Uh, <laughs> it, it got a bit moody for one or two days, and then yeah, we sort of. Left him, left him. Yeah. That's great, man. Fucking well, congratulations, awesome. man. It's a wicked record, and it, it well is. Deserved. Thank you very much. It is a really good record. I've uh, thoroughly enjoyed it, and I had quite a few sort of late nights uh, watching the fucking Amazon sessions with orchestra. Yeah, and and onto your Glasgow one, which is fucking top notch. Thank you, man. Yeah, you got you guys have got to get in and do one as well, man. They're, yeah, right, man. I'm, I'm dropping hints. Dropping many a hint to Amazon at the moment. I'm like, love that. Okay. Would love to do that. <laughs> but, um, how how did that work? Did you have to like, in terms of being like, who fucking, who's the composer of the orchestra? Do you know what I mean? Or like, or do they just go, we've, we've done something cool with your song. You yeah, guys play they just, and we'll they play just listen to it, it and be like, watch this, we got it. Or do you got well, like, yeah, so there's a lady, um, a lady called Rosie who basically like puts everything together with the orchestra. And um, at first it was like, it was one of those which was like, look, I'll put some together and if you hate it, we can start from scratch. And we were like, respectfully, we were sort of anticipating that it was going to be, you know, just like a few strings here and there on a chorus and that we'd want to do it again. And then when she, she sent us like an MP3 demo, like she does it all like MIDI or whatever. And just even from that, we were like, fucking hell, this is yeah. mental. Imagine, imagine it being done by, um, yeah, full orchestra stuff. But yeah, she's amazing. And actually the whole team over there are incredible. And actually Elise Gabane at Amazon, she's a huge, huge like rock and metal yeah. fan. So um She just did I the billboards for us uh, on on nervous release. She's uh she's she's you into are? it. Which she just did the she did we did like a Leicester Square billboard and a um the Houston billboard uh, with Amazon oh, when yeah, yeah. when Nervous came out and she did that, which was really sick. Yeah, she's a legend. It's good man. that she's back in the Architects one as well. That just came out. It's really cool. It's all about the brass for me. As soon as brass comes in on top oh, of the mate, strings, it's a game changer. In I, I don't know how much I like brass until uh, the brass, the brass section until it was on one of our tunes. I was like, fucking hell, go on. All about that. Brass to you, brass to us. Brass. <laughs> Classic. What's, what's brass the nickname for? 
like, you're like, like oh shit, shit, it's the brass. They're like, coppers, isn't it? Is it? Brass, coppers, mm. yeah. Is that a thing? Police? If, well, in, in da- down south, if you go, that's a bit brass, it's like, that's a bit crap, it's a bit shit. Right. Oh. Third place, bit brass. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Third place, bit brass. Gold, silver, brass. Brass. <laughs> we'll make a brass number one I, award. I just going back to that first week thing. I got told who's in our first week, and it's a fucking write-off, mate. Honestly, we've got. Is it? Uh, uh, what, what the people releasing same week as us? Yeah, yeah. A load of fucking load of big big ballers. Is it? Um, what's that? London, London Grammar. They're oh, in there. I love London Grammar. Me too. Stoked for that week. Me too. Uh, <laughs> I wrote them down, I think. Spit them out. No, I didn't. Just search grammar in my notes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah we really, I don't think we've got a, real, a chance then, really, if London Grammar released on the same week. Yeah, that'll be the reason why we don't chat. Yeah. yeah. Them. Yeah. We'll blame them now, anyway. <laughs> I mean, the, their good. last tune, which is sick, that, um, I don't know, I listened to it loads and all. I went through a huge period of time. It's got a rave on tour, voice. On tour, where I'd just, get on the bus and go to bed and listen to London Grammar. Kind of got that, uh, if this second was your life, mm. voice. Like, yeah. Awesome. Um, what does this thing say? Oh, yeah, right. It is a good thing to talk about. This <laughs> 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 thing say, yeah. Um, and, and th- good, this is good because I sampled this today. Sauce. Talk sauce with us. We bought a bottle of your sauce as soon as it came out because we'd also done a sauce and we were, we were going we yeah, to yeah. call you out publicly and challenge you to a sauce off. Um, yeah. There she is, look. <laughs> Shit. There she is. Is it hot? Yeah, it is yeah, quite it's hot. Than yeah. ours. Hot than ours. Get it, get it next. Get it so. down there. Yeah. Don't oh, put it in don't there. Put don't it put there. it in your coffee, mate. <laughs> Ah, oh, shit, with sugar on. You're yeah, mate. You see how hot your sauce really is, Josh. <laughs> yeah. And it's in there with a soy latte, so we'll see. Oh, that is going to be a sucker punch. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that, mate. That's got a bit of a kick, even in, mixed in with that. I got... Um, so, are you familiar with the Nando's hummus? Josh. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, yeah. on a, <laughs> <laughs> That's got to kick that one, yeah. On a Nando's hummus, <laughs> it comes there. with that nice little little pipette Put of that stuff there, that you bang it. on it. So, so what I've been doing is buying your budget hummus and putting Yumi at six, Sucker Punch by Lou's Brews on it. Mate, that's, it changes nice. the game, doesn't it? It's kind of like a Tabasco vibe. We've gone for more of a sauce. Ours is like a bourbon barbecue. Yeah. Bourbon barbecue. Ours has got a bit of a sriracha vibe to it, I think. It yeah. Like, it, it's, warm it's not first, too hot. It's it not, dies yeah. down really it's quick. It's more sweet than anything. A thicker, yeah. a thicker, more of a marinating sauce. Yours is sort of a Tabasco drip. Mate, I, I haven't tried yours. I'm, I haven't like, a, hasn't Begley done one as well with Boss? Yeah. Didn't, I think yeah, we got it through. Yeah, we got it through. I think Begley's the entrance, the gateway drug for this whole sauce room. I love it. I love it. Like we, we need to, we need to all get in, get in a room and just go through the sauces and get on it. Get on it with the sauces, mate. Let's yeah. get saucy all together. We could do like, yeah. like a podcast version of that, like Hot Wing Show, where like you ask questions, but you're like cane and hot sauce all the time, mm. crying. Yeah, mate. Crying and that shit's so funny. I, I, have you guys seen the Gordon Ramsay one of those? No, I haven't. No. Wait. Oh, 
It's so oh, good. I got distracted. No, sorry. I thought you were on about. Have you seen the things where people redo the hands and they have like the chef on the top and then they recut in people's <laughs> hands? So he's saying like, give it a bit of crunch. With, and with then, KD, with KD <laughs> he cuts to his hands. He's got a bag of ready solid crisps. So good. Shit. Yeah. I thought you were talking about them. Sorry. <laughs> no. Yeah. Gordon Ramsay on the Hot Wings show. Good. Good value. Yeah. What's the Hot Wings show? Hot Wings is basically, they've done stuff like Will, Will Ferrell and stuff like that. They've basically got loads of hot sauces and a plate of wings and the interview, they're just answering interview questions but after every question, oh, yeah, yeah, hot sauce, I think it goes up in, in heat nice. basically. So you get like spider peppers or whatever they call it yeah, and yeah. ghost mm, peppers and they start getting like very truthful about their answers and like, <laughs> and like it's just very good, isn't it? They have like meltdowns because <laughs> it's Yeah, it's cool. Mate, yeah, when um, we're getting towards it, we might only could do six of us, but we could have a, we could have a bit of a, we should have a cook-off where you have to cook with yours and we have to cook with ours. Yes, do it. Although I'm, I'm crammed in the kitchen, so someone, I'll, I'll nominate like Dan or Max to come in and do it. Yeah. I'll eat it. I'll eat it for sure. But yeah. You've been using it. We've been like plowing through bottles of our own sauce. We only sold like <laughs> half of it and then we just kept the rest for us. <laughs> yeah. We keep restocking ours as well, mate. Every every few weeks there's another another batch coming in. So Josh, forgive me if I've missed this because I'm sure I haven't. Have you been doing any like live streams um, or playing live or anything like that surrounding the record? Or is that still something that's in the pipeline or you, you've not thought no, about it we, yet? We, I don't know about... Have you guys done any live streams? Like no, yeah. We haven't no. done any yet, but... No, because we, 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 we... I don't know. We kind of sat down at early doors and were sort of like... I don't know. I think... I think it, for us, a live show, we don't really want it to... We don't want... If we're going to miss playing an actual live gig, we don't want to then like do it through a computer. You know, like we run away until we're in a room with with the audience and I like, actually like experience that. Like the first time we all get in a room and play a set together, I want it to either be an actual gig or a rehearsal for a gig, do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So yeah, definitely. Yeah, we've just sort of bypassed that to be honest. Um, cool. And I think, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it will, it will make the first gig back that bit sweeter as well. You know what I mean? Did, so. you, um, did you get a bit of that like show, feel a bit of a show void from doing the, um, the Abbey Road thing? A little bit. A little bit, but it was also sort of like I just spent the day just going around taking pictures. To be honest, I was just like fucking over Abbey Road. This is sick. Um, so I wasn't, I wasn't even really paying attention to what we were doing until we did like the three takes, and then everyone was like, "Right, you're done. Go home." I was like, "All right, sweet." So, um, I mean, that was like 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 you. We've spent quite a lot of time together. Like us five, kind of, mm-hmm. we'll go to the studio um, at Dan's because he's got like, a similar set to what you guys have got. We can just right. all go in and and do stuff so for that we're really grateful because otherwise it would have literally been like a year of not doing anything and I don't know about you but our last gig was in was in September 2019 so I mean I don't even know what it's like to be on on a stage when when is your next gig scheduled like sorry bro when is your next gig scheduled uh, it's meant to be September 4th. So yeah, it will be two years since we played a gig. So we'll wow. don't come to that gig. If you bought tickets to that, you, nah, we you won't, don't worry. Shocker. <laughs> come, to like, come three days into that tour. Give us, give us a minute yeah. to get like... <laughs> give us a few warm-up gigs because <laughs> it's going to yeah. be really moody. But um, you, aren't you guys doing that? Aren't you guys doing like a a really, really jokes underplay stuff? You're doing oh. like four nights at the Underworld or something. Yeah. Three nights at Key Club, three nights at Underworld. We kind of just thought the vibe originally came out of like um, 
when lockdown everything happened first, we were like, when we go back, let's go back to like the smallest and kind of most independent of the venues because they're going to be the places that sort of need the most help. And Mm. we kind of just thought, how fucking chill would it be to go and load in and then just stay in that city for three days? Yeah, like a residency at like tiny, yeah. tiny shows. Like, <laughs> yeah. And Underworld and shit, like, especially Underworld, that's the venue where I'm like, I'm super down with leaving shit set up and just living in London for three days. That's yeah. like a really yeah. fun. Free practice nights, isn't it? Yeah. Be a great time. And we just thought I'm, it'd be I'm, a laugh. I'm coming to all of them. Every, I'm coming to every night, mate, just for the hangs. You should. And the stage yes. dives. And yeah, because dude, the last show we did in the UK before that was Brixton. So it's like, I don't know if yeah. I can physically take on the like the mental stress of just going straight from Brixton to like the next one. Right. Yeah. I mean, I kind of wanted to go to the opposite end of the scale for a bit before we'd like just so so when we go back to a big room, it feels even better. But I mean, that was be- before we were expecting to have a year and a half off. So it suits our band as well to do like <laughs> punk rock sweaty shows and then like just do all like different stuff constantly. Yeah. By the end of them, we'll be like, fuck, I can't wait to do a big one, but... Yeah, good vibe. That's our our next thing, if it happens, that and Slam Dunk. Um, Oh, oh, Slam slam Dunk's now in September, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, I know, because we we actually moved our our tour, so I imagine we're like, you know that... um, We we, we moved it, we had to reschedule from May, September, then we had to... We lost some of the dates because... We had uh, to move our London gig, which was annoying. But it's also like, I also, again, I want to go to Slam Dunk because it's just like all of our mates can be playing a gig and it's just going to be... I think yeah, that's the other exactly thing that, like, I don't know about you guys because, I mean, yeah, you, I mean, Chef, you've still got a lot. Of, you get pretty much every single going through anyway. But I definitely took for granted living in London and not going to gigs like every, like three, four mm-hmm. times a week. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. pretty mad. But I will now definitely be doing that. That and the pub. I'll be living in a pub or a venue is, is my plan, basically. <laughs> I don't yeah. think you guys have been... You've not been to a warehouse, have you? When you've What's been that? To, you've not been to this warehouse, have you? Vicky Warehouse? No, this no, warehouse, this where, where we are. Oh, your gaff. No, we don't yeah. been to your gaff, no. Well, next time you're in Chef, you should, but we since since we've been in this lockdown, someone's opened a bar like in the courtyard, like Mate. literally like 50 yards across from our shutter. And it's like a really nice vibe bar. It's the sort of bar that I want to go to. Cocktail bar. Not is cheap it? though. It's not not cheap. cheap. No, I mean it's not spoons <laughs> prices, but <laughs> oh, it? it's London prices. It is. Yeah, you'll fit right your ditch round here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think so, mate. Not after the last year and a half off. They, I think we're all a bit like, oh fucking hell, we do go on the road, can we? Make a bit of cash. <laughs> well, I'll have, I'll have, a, I'll have my, my beers in a bush outside. Do you remember doing that? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's a lovely park. Beers is absolutely fine. Yeah. Do you guys all live close then? Where about where about Seawall? So, um, the postcodes. And so, Chris has moved to Brighton, and then Shit. the other uh, Matt, Dan, and Max all still where we grew up. Oh, uh, right. And I'm sorry. So it's pretty easy when like you're off tour or when like this is happening for you to like not have to travel super far to sort of do shit. Yeah, not at all. Man. I literally just jump on the train from, from East London over to Dan's and I'm there within like an hour and a half. So it's not too bad. Um, and fun. we've been doing this thing where like when we have been going to the studio for the last few months that I'll go over on like a Tuesday and stay at his till for a week when we're like doing stuff. Yeah. 
um, just because it's also an opportunity to get pissed. So um, <laughs> um, we, we've, we, we've been deliberately, me coming to stay when there's like football on the evening just so we can watch a footy, get drunk and then get in the studio and think we've written a hit at three o'clock in the morning and listen back to it in, in the just morning going, that is absolutely <laughs> awful. No one can ever hear that. That's crap. <laughs> So that, that's what we've been doing basically is writing shit songs when we're pissing and they're amazing and so are you writing now then post post album sorry are you writing some some material now post album yeah I don't to be honest with you, I don't really know I don't really know what we're doing it for other than the fact of just what else is there to do I think if we like you know like if if this wasn't going on we would be on tour right now mm. probably and we would be on tour for probably like you know like, mm. like most things like a year sort of thing yeah. on and off but um yeah, we just thought we might as well get something on the go. There's some there's some cool stuff going on, but like we kind of in a good way and a bad way, we sort of set ourselves up from the from sucker punch whereby because we did a bit of everything on that record, we're now not entirely sure which which what sort of do. version of Yumi at six we all prefer that we want to we want to like try and like explore. That's exciting more. though, isn't it? Yeah, it's exciting, but it's like a blessing and a curse at the same time. It's like, yeah, yeah we can do that because we're good at that. Yeah, but we're not a good, as good at doing that though, are we? So it's like, it's just going back and forth about who wants yeah. to do what, basically. So yeah. we're working out at the moment, just shooting the shit and seeing what happens. But, you know, it's, 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 it's an exciting time to be creative, I think, you know, because as I said, there's not, there's not a lot going on. And if we've got a space like you guys have and we have, like, why wouldn't you want to be in the yeah. studio? Do you know what I mean? Every yeah. week, just trying to get stuff together. So, yeah. I think you'll probably be writing again. I'm I've heard some stuff. Yeah, I've just showed him a song, mate. Sounds ace. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, uh, album's been mastered for what <clears throat> two months? Month? <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking on it, mate. Can't stop. Won't I've been stop. writing on Garage Band as well, so don't you know? Don't forget about that. <laughs> don't forget about <laughs> that. It'll be amazing. I've been writing on my laptop. <laughs> I don't know what else to do, man. You know what I mean, no, fair. Al- album will come out. We'll get straight back into it. And we've got a fancy new studio, so might as well. Yeah, do we some. kitted all our studio yeah. out. Well, the guys have revamped it, so it's looking hot. I saw that. that it looks very, very cotched. You could mm. you could lose hours in that studio, I think, couldn't you? Yeah. yeah. And I will. And yeah. we lost a lot in the last one to the point where it just looked like a bit of a shanty town by the end. So <laughs> uh, it just needed a refresh. If we're gonna do another record in it, it needed a bit of a well, that's, that's what Dan yeah. keeps doing. He keeps repainting his studio so that every time we go in, we don't feel like it's Groundhog Day. I know it that's sounds it, super yeah. like He's painted he's paint the studio like bright orange inside because it was white for six months, green or whatever. You don't know what I mean he keeps just changing a little yeah. paint just so like it feels totally. It, it works it, though, man. Yeah, we did three records in the room, like it'd be three albums in the the old studio how it was, and it's just like I would get in a right <laughs> itch to go somewhere else to make a record. But we we're yeah. like, do do we do that or do we like renovate it and change the orientation and shit? And then now I feel quite energized to do a record in there. You guys recorded your record in Thailand, didn't you? Yeah. That looked so this much... One. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this one. Yeah. Yeah. You fuck. It so um, much fun, that. It, what's his name? Dan Weller's place. Dan Austin. Dan Austin. Uh, yeah, so we literally, we did all the pre-pro, like, um, well, pre-pro, we wrote the majority of it at Dan Flint's house and then just got on a plane to Thailand and then realised we didn't like half of it and we like we got right the other half and we were in Thailand so we did that so sick. but um amazing it's basically if you got if you guys I know obviously like like you we've both got spaces but seriously man like there's a different it's a different vibe being especially in a place like Thailand because like mm. I don't know if you guys have made records abroad or not but like whenever we've made records in like Los Angeles or Nashville we just end up like 
we just become like these little social sluts that go to every <laughs> town. We you know, we're going out every single night and all this sort of shit. And we're like, and especially when the producer's like, oh yeah, we can, um, we'll call it tonight at seven. We're like, great, we've got the whole night off. And it happened every single night, which is classic. Mm. But in Thailand, there's no, there's none of that. It's literally like, because it's resi as well. Like we could literally start, some days only started really getting into it about like four or five in the afternoon and go till sort of, you know, five, six in the mm. morning. So it's, um yeah, it's a special place, man. So if you guys ever fancy it, I would highly recommend it. I think it's on our, it's on our list of to-dos, isn't it? I think even though we That's, love doing shit here, I think we're going to have to go somewhere else there, one day just absolutely. for the vibe. What, um, where is it in Thailand? I think it's, I've got confused. I thought... Um, I thought someone else had a. I thought Dan Weller had a studio in Thailand. No, I've got that muddled up. Muddled up. Yeah, who's, no. who's you did yours with? We we went to. It's based in this like again. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's this little fishing village called um, Bang Sharae. It's about two and a half hours from Bangkok and about forty five minutes from Pattaya. And we went out for a few nights in Pattaya. Well, we went out one proper night in Pattaya. <laughs> And we vowed to never do it again because it was feeling a little bit like hangover three, you know, when oh, they go shit. to Bangkok and they and, and they just get fucked. So yeah. we, we were just like, we don't like what's going on here with because the, they like there's not even proper drinks over there, man. Like respectfully, like sometimes like, if you get like a bucket, I don't know what they're putting in it, but like one bucket of Long Island iced tea, and I was like game over, lights out, being carried in, in yeah. and out of vehicles. You know I mean? so, white spirits and yeah. yeah, some like strange sort of sake stuff or something. Did you I, have... I think they put like, um, they literally put speed in some of the drinks. Like, because Fucking it's, they hell. use like really, really cheap alcohol when they chuck some mm. speed in it. So maybe I got addicted to speed when I went to Thailand. <laughs> maybe. maybe. Did you have scooters? Huh? Did you have scooters? Uh, no, we had like, um, we had this guy called Mr. A. He had like this little tuk-tuk van who just literally just drive us around. Oh, and tuk-tuks, man. Oh. They're it's- on like gas. Like I have memories from when we were in Thailand last and we were in these tuk-tuks and they're, on, they're like powered by fucking gas bottles and they wheelie them and then like wheelie them and then like grind along on the gas <laughs> yeah. bottle with like loads of sparks coming out the back. But it's like all the time you're like thinking that's a fucking gas bottle. <laughs> But we were like, <laughs> like, hey! <laughs> not like at all. loving it. <clears throat> I what a place! I'd love to make a record there. Hey, it's oh. a special place, and like again, I think like the people that are there just really like you, like you've been there before, like you said, like this is a beautiful people that really mm. kind of like I don't know. They I think they were bringing the best out of us as like human beings as well. Yeah. So then, like the energy around the record, not without getting like going about it, but like there was like just a really beautiful energy around. Yeah, you know, being in the studio together, and it was like you know, difficult moments just felt a lot easier because there wasn't like the bullshit and the stress mm-hmm. of like, like I said, making a record in Los Angeles or like yeah. even in like in the UK because it's completely unplugged from the world. You know, like I didn't know what was going on um, back home. I didn't really know. There's a few few of our mates came through, like the Bring Me lads and the Nothing But Thief lads came through in Bangkok, and I was just like. I want to see you, but I don't want to, I don't want to leave this place. You know, like we're yeah. so submersed in what we're making. So yeah, I would highly recommend it because, and That's also the people that all work at the studio, are just like unbelievable. Like it's, you're treated like, without saying studio, you're literally treated like kings. And yeah. in the bit, not in like, not in like a servant sort of way, but just in like the just sort of. Like respect ways. You get that yeah, from Asians. Like they're just, they're just so eager to like, just share anything and everything about their culture. Um, mm. I mean, literally, the lady saw who like right, basically is the boss of the studio. 
she like became like a surrogate mother by the end of it. Do you know what I mean? Like after fucking six weeks of being there. So, um, and then they literally like make like all of the dishes they make is from like generational stuff. You know, it's been passed down from their mothers and their grandmothers and their great grandmothers. So it's all just like the food just insane as well. Like proper Thai cuisine. So yeah, it was a hell of a life to live. I, I I think it was the only time where we've got to end the record where we were like, we, none of us were like, oh yeah, great, we're going home. Not one of us was happy to be going mm-hmm. home. We're all like, just trying to find reasons to like pull some more money out of somewhere just to stay for another two weeks. How long did you? Uh, how long did you spend yeah. doing it? About six weeks. Nice. Six so weeks of recording. <clears throat> We'd have to go for half a year. I know. <laughs> We'd have to go for sessions. <laughs> I think that is what appeals to me about doing it is mm. that like. You could go and just fully like that's our favorite place to tour, or it's me personally in the world. It's like yeah, is yeah. Asia and Southeast yeah. Asia, like mm-hmm. because it just has such a nice, different vibe and different like pace of life. And you just, really feel like you're out there, don't you? Yeah, like, something just amazing about it yeah. all, just all the culture. So the idea of doing it and not moving as fast as we are on tour and going and kind of like making camp somewhere, like you said, mm-hmm. like. That does massively appeal to me. It's, the, it's because like the main focus would be to make this thing that you've mm. gone, you've set out to do, which it is here. But there's always you've got your all your external. You can go out and do like six <clears throat> weeks worth of writing. Yeah, and, and yeah, then, even and that then figure sweet. out somewhere else to record. But like just getting out there and just and having just, a bit of time to chill and write and yeah. And you say that like look at like you said that it felt like you had a really good energy and vibe around it. And look at the record now, like banger! It's a sick record. It's gone to number one. Like. I don't know where you put it in your range of catalog, but like for me, it's it's up there. Yeah, with the like as potentially the best Yumi Six record. Like, yeah, for sure. I did. I honestly like. I don't feel like we've made we'd made a good record for a good few. You know, like there was. There, I was getting to the point where I was like. We don't start making some good shit. We might as well just hang up, hang up the gloves, mate. Yeah. We've got absolutely nothing, nothing to <laughs> so offer. There's plenty of people that don't feel like that. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> yeah. no, no, but you, you know what I mean. Like, as, even yeah. like as a thing, like I don't know. It's what we until we met Dan Austin. I don't think we were even really beginning to challenge ourselves. So, like, even six, the record before Sucker Punch was like is was literally just like a meeting of minds for the first time. And then as soon as we all understood exactly what the dynamic was and like I don't know I, I think you guys have got a similar thing going on with with your producer hasn't he done like the majority of your stuff or if yeah, not all of it yeah he's done everything yeah yeah so it's just like I don't know like when you're with someone that just like you trust inherently and like you just basically go and, and again ultimately like they bring the best out of you and they push you to places where like normally with other producers perhaps that you not in a bad way but you might kind of go into that relationship being like well a bit more standoffish a bit more reluctant or whatever like the, the things that Dan Oz can get us to do in terms of just even like exposing ourselves and being like vulnerable as artists mm. again is like a really really powerful thing and yeah to go and make a the reason I think Sucker Punch has come out the way it has is because you know he just wouldn't allow us to ever go I want to try this, but actually let's not waste the time doing it. You know, like yeah. even if at like four or five o'clock in the morning, some of the, some of the stuff, the best moments in the record came out of that, in that sort of like those night hours, you know? So like, um, yeah, I just think it's, I think we, we finally found like the guy that can, like we can go to with our yeah. ideas and he can sort of really help us kind of present it. I think, that, so. I think that's the job, like the job of a producer is to get the best 
out of the artist regardless of his mm. own vibe. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. his job to bring out... Yeah, so I think that's why when we... Like, for example, with Carl, we're so close to him. He knows... We mm. know each other so well. That dynamic works because he's... he's he knows how to get the best out of us individually as artists. He knows our capabilities. Like I like that when you when you narrow down what they're doing. I think yeah. um, it's on like Sound City. Butch Vig, he says that uh, the producer's job is to see the magic that is in the band, and then his job is basically just to transport that magic that is why you like the band if you mm. see him live or why the band are writing good music. Yeah. Sort of transport that safely onto record without damaging it and losing that thing that the yeah. band are. Yeah. Yeah. Like, which I think is a nice like way to imagine their it's, job. Because it's easy for a producer to impose his own will totally, on yeah. top of the thing that they had in the first place because he's got his own idea and then that could maybe skew the and original then, thing. That Like, yeah, it's like you being like, you're good, but let me, when I put my sauce on you, it'll taste a bit more well, like me. Well, sometimes that marriage that can works do, sometimes, yeah, for sure. That can work. It's because there's sauce Have you, have you guys had like any proper like horror moments with, with producers? No, that's why we've stayed with the same guy for all yeah. of it. Because has it, like, been, has it been since inception? Like the whole time it's been just... Be, is it yeah, besides, like, our first, besides our first EP, which um, Matt recorded, which was fucking... How long ago was that? Like 15 10, years 11 years. Yeah, yeah all of our full lengths have been with the same guy, so we've never run into that problem. And that's why we've never tried anyone else, because it's yeah, yeah. something they don't need fixing, I think. And like, I think we have realised this more and more as like, as the longer we've been doing it, we kind of realised that it takes a minute to kind of understand what we're about and kind of get into the click of us. I, don't, mm. I wouldn't like to say we're clicky, but I think I realise we probably are a little bit more than I realise, especially yeah. with music. We're if freaks. We, if we had someone come in, I could be quite offended by someone being like, yeah. oh, I don't know about that idea. I'd be like, oh, I don't know about you. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You've got, you've got to be able to be honest with those people and tell them that you think that shit. Yeah. And they've got to tell you, well, I don't think that's going to work for this reason. So you've got to be able to, you've got to get to that level, haven't you? Yeah. 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 And Carl's just in, he's just like, he's got it all the way through the records and even more so now. And it's just the, like the lines of his job have blurred now yeah. into him. Just like you've started doing, what you do on on this record versus what you did on mm. the first record with Carl, you've actually yeah. merged into one sharing role. Yeah. Like Sean engineered half of the the new record, Maybe. and really as, have as easily as much of a producer hat on. But that, I think that's that element of trust as well from yeah. Carl's end. So he trusts me in that way, totally. just, just as the same way I trust him to make our tunes the way they need to sound. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so we just kind of don't move. Yeah, I'm too scared. I think we'll because, have to one day. But. Yeah, just just the fear of like breaking it. We even tried to mix with someone else, and then and then came back. <laughs> but that, that's the problem, right? Is that like you also then get into this this place where like it also does become a taste thing as well. And also like if if you're if you're on if you're in with the right person, then there is also no agenda other than making the best record. Like we've definitely made records with producers before where especially when we were at EMI, you know, and there's like major label money floating about, that we're probably, we're more there invested because of the paycheck than they were of actually the love of the band. You know, they yeah. come have a meeting with you and go, yeah, I can't wait to make your records, it's going to be amazing. But by the way, you've got to come to my studio and it's going to be the hours that I decide and these, this is going to be the engineer and this is who's going to mix on this sort of shit. It's like, it's, it's more about, it's a vanity thing, right? It's more of a, mm, I won't yeah. say who, but I remember tracking vocals once with one of our producers and we were disagreeing about like 
my approach to a take. And he just went, Josh, how many Grammys have you won? <laughs> and then, so he goes, how many Grammys have you been nominated for? And I was like, and I was like, none, mate. But how many of you won? The same. So shut the fuck up. And that was <laughs> that was it. We didn't. I didn't record with them ever again. We didn't record another another vocal together. We had to fly out. Matt O'Grady made our first two records with us to engineer Epic. the uh, to, to do all my vocals because I, I basically even at a young age was a bit of a prick as well. So like I wasn't going to tolerate like some guy trying to like impose some sort of like. I don't know, like some your record stat- and your sound at the end of the day, <clears throat> isn't it? Like, I mean, I was, yeah. I was like, and also, what, why are you bringing up the fact you've been nominated for a Grammy? You're, like, it? why, You're why like, does I'm that matter? Work. And so, I think that's the other thing is that when you find somebody that also is like, it's not about, yes, it is obviously about like their capability, right? Like, in your case, and with us and with Dan Austin, like, we want to produce that's obviously capable and, and works hard and stuff. But I also just want to be with somebody that like, is just a fucking good person. Yeah, you need some feel vibe, it when man. you walk in the room. If somebody's a dick, you know pretty yeah. soon mm. into it, it's not going to work. So, yeah, it's not about names. They, the, the fans that are buying our records or streaming our records, um, when they when they listen to the record, they're not going to go, mm, yeah, that was made by blah de blah this really fancy studio and wherever. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. They care if, if no. the, like you say, the energy was caught and or the emotion was caught in a recording and they've, you know, it's spoken to them. They don't care about who made it and where totally. they made it. You know what I, mean? I, think so. I think what's sort of scary for me now is like, just like from that story you just said about working with that dude, it's like when, if you do go and work with someone, there's all this pressure riding on this one piece that you're making together that if yeah. you sort of, like in a perfect world, you could, you could do with doing one record just to get into like the comfortable part of the relationship where it'd probably be good, but mm. instead... You do the first one and it'd be like... Yeah. Well, I think that's why a lot of people do pre-pro first. Yeah. So they get that vibe down and then kind of... get, get yeah. through it. Because I feel like the pressure, if you were like, you've hired me, I need to get in there and do my good and you're working with someone new, like that... It's a blind date, isn't it? It's yeah. Been, especially when you've got to tell each other what to do and what you like and what you don't like. Like, it's a strange dynamic. A blind dynamic. date with the one thing that you are most care you have most care about it. it's your yeah. music it's like how you want to do it that's it's the... your baby you need it to be their baby too as quick as possible yeah. they need to understand that it's going to be their so, like, baby you need to do a fast track. such a blind date that yeah. and to get the chemistry right is like how you know how, yeah. how often does that happen yeah. it's, it's scary now I think that's why we haven't moved moved on and that's why we'll stay with Carl in the future <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, alright we the, the only other thing I have to ask on this uh, is when are you and Sean having a boxing match? Whenever he fancies it, basically. Fucking. Oh, are you in training? Are you Give in me the dates, Sean. I'm, 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 I literally just literally went back into the box gym this week, and um, yeah, I haven't lost it. If, what you're, if that's what you're asking, I've still got it. <laughs> Trust um, me, no, but all, all jokes aside, I just I just love the fact that every time I go on Instagram, it's just Sean hitting a bag in a warehouse. I just it just makes me feel good when I see it. That or or or, or his dog just riding around, just looking. Yeah, boy. Fucking cute. Like, and all in that in all well, seriousness, funny. though, I think after this campaign, the back end of this, I think I'm going to do a charity fight. I think it's on my to do list. So yeah, maybe it, keep, keep, yeah, keep that in mind. Maybe in like a year, I mean, just, just over a year. Just mind the face. Mind this. This is the money maker. All right. We'll, so we'll gotta... both, yeah, we'll keep it mid range. Body shots only. Yeah, no body shots. Yeah. No chance, mate. Straight to. <laughs> yeah, you've got a bigger target with me, so I'm fucked. Yeah, I'm gonna, like... have to, I'm gonna have to punch down. <laughs> yeah. behind you. It's like your special move, in it? It's good. Like the 
Like if you're on a game, Josh's special mood would be the sucker well, punch. Josh is that it? good that they've named their album after his punch. <laughs> punch is good. <laughs> exactly. I'm also, um, also going to take this opportunity to tell this story that I just thought of. It's not the last time we saw you, but it's a couple of times before. Um, and we'd, we'd wait up. You know, it was after All Points East in London. Oh, and uh, and we were oh, all going to no. go to we were all going to go to a bar together, and we went to try and get picked up by this taxi. And as we go to get picked <laughs> up by this taxi, oh, yeah. Danny yeah. Filth is there because he's been on stage to bring me. But I think the story goes: someone that's basically like someone in his team had not brought his makeup remover, so he was in full <laughs> kit, full Danny Filth kit, and he had to go to the airport like that and fly out. <laughs> so he was already really unhappy. The, At a bus stop. It, not at the bus stop at the taxi it, 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 it felt to us it felt very bus stop we were all very merry we'd played Josh was just there we'd having a great time yes, and, uh, and and I just seem to remember us all singing we love you Danny we do yeah yeah, yeah. At, at, at Danny in full makeup wave <laughs> Danny's a lad though I bet he loved it I bet he was like I think he did Wee! <laughs> <laughs> Loved yeah. it, mate. I think me and you were sparring just before that, Josh, actually, on the street. And that is where the boxing came from. Yeah. And then you see Carlisle got run over. Did it? <laughs> yeah. Proper. And drank since. You could, really? Oh, yeah. Sure. He got run over on the on all points east. Whatever that road is that came back. So, you know, everyone was like, where are we going for a drink? Where are we going for a drink? And it was like everyone was just following everyone else. There was a big road that led down to the edge of the park, and there was like a pub right on the edge. Yeah. We all went. He might have got okay, run over by run Danny over. Field's ta- taxi. It might, it might have been. Imagine that's why that. he didn't come. Imagine that. But yeah, just but a, yeah, that's a, a bit of info for you there. That's a beautiful memory that I will I will have that forever. When we when we were in Thailand, you and me were just going back and forth, just sending each other videos of us like just trash talking. Do you remember doing that? Yeah, man. <laughs> I did remember. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, shit, you were in the studio then, weren't you? With Top yeah. Off. <laughs> Actually, it was, it, was, it, was the, it was the image of your body hitting the canvas that just suddenly went, the album's called Sucker Punch. Boom, <laughs> You're welcome. Right. Split that award with me then. We are, we, are, we are all team, man. Yeah, the royalties are coming in the post, mate. A bit like fuck our yes. streaming royalties. It might take a while. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and, I'll be, and I'll be fuck all, but yeah, they're coming. <laughs> and the Banging. last thing I want to know, now you just mentioned about that award, um, how does it get to you so quick if you only find out on the day? It's like, because I already had one from the last one. So we just, we just filmed it with that. And then they sent the other one in the post. Ah, <laughs> shit. It's easy. That, that, yeah. <laughs> Here's one then. Fucking hell. So what we do is we just use the awards we have to sort of preempt winning <laughs> the award. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send one up. I'll send one. I've got a few. I'll send one up to you and you can fucking get your pictures all done nice and early. We'll edit this bit out of the podcast so no one knows we're doing that. Yeah, and then, exactly. That's Perfect. it. We'll do that. Oh, it's Perfect. such a great, yeah. such a great plan. Whatever. Yep. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. Always. That's it, Fake mate. It 15 years in the job is what we've been doing. Thanks so much for jumping on and talking to us today, Josh. Hey, pleasure, lads. Really nice to see nice all to your see faces. You, I'm looking forward to getting some pints in at some point. In, in it, bro. Yes. Well, am I? Does, do I do? You want me to fuck off? Then are you going to keep going? Is that what yeah, happens? you fuck off, mate. Yeah. We'll see you in a year you with these fucking that, gloves on. Ace. If you could have yeah. pissed off, that'd be ace. <laughs> Sound. All right, I'm going nice to fuck one. off then. Oh, love you, brother. Love you, brother. Love nice one. Thanks for chatting. Thanks for joining us. Peace out, bro. Peace Thanks, out. Bye bye. 
I have noticed, I mean, whether any of you listening to this are people like who this who've noticed, um, I've noticed a few people recently being like, oh, if only there was a way to like contribute to you guys. And I'm like, shit, we have this like huge thing. The sleep site is like this massive thing. We want you to get involved if you don't know what it is yet. So we're going to talk about what it is for this section of the show and what we do inside it and why you should join. Um, I think it's so easy to, because we know about it, Yeah, you assume that everyone presume knows about it, but there'll be it, tons yeah. of people that don't know what we're doing or don't know what, how we're trying to release music in this way with this campaign. And yeah. it's still relatively new, I guess. So what is it? Yeah, man. It, fuck, fuck algorithms. That's what I say. That's the problem. Algorithms. Hmm. Well, it is. Because that's, no, that's why no one knows. That's why never fucking no one's yeah. saying, here we go. Here it comes. He don't know what he's fucking saying. Fuck. <laughs> oh, no. So. No, I mean, I mean, that's why we think everyone knows about it, but actually that only is. a small percentage of people know yeah. about it because of the robots. So the sleep society is, you've got three bullet points, you have to try and nail it. What is it? Ooh. And then we'll move to Sean's and I'll try. Entertainment <laughs> support stuff. Mm. Rebel Cash Monies <laughs> <laughs> um, Aaron's, Aaron's like, me he's, the get, he's getting angry about the hammering oh. <laughs> It's um, really Rebel hammering Cash Monies I don't know what I'm going to say Industry Sustainability Nice And I'll just say jelly I don't Basically know it, It's very hard for artists To make money Just off the music these days so this is a lovely way um, to support your favorite artists. I know, I know through Patreon anyway, that's what we use. It's mm-hmm. a great way to support your artist um, as well as buying the music and streaming it and, and all the things that you can do. But the main, one of the main, um, the backbone to it for us was that you can stream so much music and we don't get any cash really. We want loads of money. Yeah, the thing that costs us the most and... And takes the most energy. I just went for that one. We can cut it out if you want. <laughs> well, you know, I think over the, over the like past ten years, I've started like, a chain reaction of stutters. It's like you're trying to turn your, your your band can't just produce music and that's it. Do you know what I mean? You have to be like a glorified clothing line, and you have to be doing so much extra on top to like, yeah. you know, to keep your head above water for a lot of artists. Do you know what I mean? So th- what we've done is try and build it like something that helps sustain it where we can focus on what's important and totally. that is bringing down the smoke and mirrors letting letting the people that like this band know what the situation is within the industry and what directly affects us mm-hmm. and giving those people that love the band as much as we do the opportunity to support us in this yeah, way and know that it goes directly to us directly back into making music and hopefully doing things that you enjoy like whether that's this or in the society we do loads of other stuff like tutorials, sides, workshop stuff, um, which is kind of each of us within the band's internal roles and we're trying to talk about that. So if you would start in something similar as a band or any kind of small business, hopefully we have some kind of knowledge from our years in that world that we can help share as well as you knowing that you're doing something cool by basically keeping our band alive by supporting it. Yeah. So if you're a fan of this band and you're not like joined up to the sleep that you then now you know where to go and how you can support us. It's sleepsociety.com and the memberships range from the price of a coffee up until the price of a nice hoodie. 
and uh, and it basically means we can keep continuing to do this. And if you are already a member, thank you so much because you actually made this campaign entirely possible. It's you huge. made the record yeah. possible, so thank you very much. Thank You're you. absolute yeah. fucking legends. Mm. I would be working at Frankie and Benny's if you guys didn't do it. Didn't do it. In fact, Frankie Benny's has gone gone under. I think so. I'd be, be Wilkin, Wilkinson's. I I'd think. be all right. Frankie and Benny would still be working for me. <laughs> <laughs> Where was it? Well, that's that's us shouting out our last jobs. What's your last job, Lars? <clears throat> the last job I did. Is it up there? <laughs> I can't remember. Last job. You, uh, Last job I did. I worked at the school and jumped in a van with you in 2009 and I never went back. Mm, a learning My support, learning support, support yeah. system. My last job was comp. Sorry, I'm speaking out loud. Just thinking out loud. Mine was Frankie and Bass. Mine was Skip, weren't it? Skip. Skip Ooh, Oppos. Mm, Oppos. Mm. Hopkinson Skip Fern. Very illegally underpaid at that job. Me and Aaron worked out. We were below minimum wage oh, yeah. for the hours. I think so, yeah. I remember you telling me that you used to go in the toilets and nap. Nap. Yep. Like, because the only place it was warm and you'd have like a two minute nap in the toilet. Yep. <laughs> that's some, that's some rough shit, that. It's rough well, shit. It's we when, were, when we were hungover. Yeah. Five minute <laughs> nap. Dude, we would, we would have to manhandle poopies. <laughs> Poo would come up the belt. I so bet. basically it skips this big, this big machine, grabs all the skip shit, drops it on this conveyor belt, goes up. Then me and Aaron and boys are chilling up there and you had to sort it out into wood, paper, poo, poo, and yeah, poo came up and, the, you know, the belt stops. You've got to, you get inside the poopies. So that's why you're supporting us on Sleep Society. It was a shit job. It was a shit job. <laughs> so that's why you're doing this, so we don't have to do that, basically. Um, should I, we find, should we, we normally speak to a member of the Sleep Society and find out if they're going to leave soon or if they're going to And if stay. they are going to leave, why? why? And if they're lying to us let's get to the bottom of it so we want to speak to who are we going to speak to today Josh Franceschi from <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> we're going to speak to Aidan Collins from Bure and find out if he's going to stay or leave right. ladies and gentlemen this is where we find out if he's going to leave or if he's going to stay it's Aidan Collins from Bure Aidan are you going to stay or leave I'm going to stay Yes! Always nice. stay. Always Appreciated. Stay. It's lucky that wasn't a Brexit question. Question? Question. <laughs> so how's lockdown treating you, mate? Are you coping all right? Everything good? Uh, yeah, not too bad. Luckily, I've got a two-year-old keeping me entertained all the time. I'm right. still in work, so that's all right. Still doing bad right. stuff. So yeah, all good. Cool. Have cool. you been Sounds enjoying good. garden friends as of like the last two days? We have garden friends, I think. Uh they're no, not gnomes, yet. <laughs> I won't be doing soon, though. They're called gnomes. They're called gnomes, Matt. <laughs> I haven't had any garden friends. Matt's, garden friends. Matt's got some new garden friends he's been hanging out with. <laughs> They're all made out of uh, terracotta. So, brother, do you have some questions for us? That's what I heard on the Great Divine. <laughs> I do, indeed. I do. Awesome. Shoot. So, uh, first one, what are your favourite and worst venues that you've played at? There's been some rotters. There's been some bad ones. <laughs> There's been some stankers. <laughs> but Matt's number one worst venue ever is... Okay, worst venue. I'm going in worst is in... Um, 
I'm going to need some help from Jamie, the fact master over there. Aaron's it, brain is pretty good for this shit um, as well. It's, I think it was in Kansas. The leaky leaky. It was in Kansas and it was... Well, Kansas City, Missouri, we have confirmation. Kansas City, Missouri. What was the name of the venue? Billy's venue. Was it? Billy's that venue. was the venue. Oh. It was Billy's venue. It's Billy. Oh, cool. So we basically turn up to this venue and this guy is late to let us into the venue <laughs> and he's already sort of moping around. <laughs> he was so sorry for himself, bless him, wasn't he? What just did like, he say? He says, oh, it's just, he goes, it's like, it's just so Billy to be late or no, something. No, he was like, like um, uh, it was not you guys, Billy happened. <laughs> Bless him. But yeah, there was like leaks dripping from the ceiling. There was no like the, the lighting rig didn't. The work. leaks got into the electrics, didn't they? And like blew the power a couple of times. Yeah, like they had a pile on outside the venue that exploded. They had to call uh, someone out to come and fix it. We were just waiting around all day. To paint the picture, it was <laughs> one building was half tractor and ride on mower showroom and half music venue. And it yeah. was like sort of just on like a ring road. And it wasn't like, we struggled to find food nearby because we walked to the closest place that did food, which was like some fucking shit burger place. But they only served you if you were in a vehicle. <laughs> so we couldn't sounds order American. from them. Sounds very American. Yeah. And Wakey tried to order as a car. It were, it were really bad. I'm going to go with that as the worst thing. It was called Aftershock. Aftershock, yeah. I was in shock after being in that venue. Yeah. The backstage was so bad. Crime scene well, backstage. A few people turned up in the end and the show still happened. But we at times we were just like, it's not going to happen. Uh, we didn't want it, it to happen, like, really. We, didn't, we were trying for it. We were, I really we were, didn't want it to happen. We were yeah. sending it out to the universe that we got a day off. Mm. But there was like, the back of the venue was flooded as well, wasn't it? So when you walked in, yeah. it had a ramp, but like you had to step in puddles before going on stage and it was just a nightmare. Ah, uh, it were awful. Yeah. What a character building venue. That's my answer. Was? I was going to go to Sean and say, what was your... My, I'm, that's one of my worst, only because I don't have a memory. Um, <laughs> yeah, my, but my, be, well. my, my best is Brussels. Um, Ooh, is it ABC? Ooh, ABA, ABC? AB. AB, yeah, that's my favourite. That Absolutely is fucking nice. Fantastic. Yeah. And I never thought that we'd headline it, and we did. So it's that was cool. A, that's the one with the lift, right? The, yeah, dude. The floor you your, rises up. You roll your gear into the middle of the room, pretty much, front of stage, and it, they have a, a lift that just takes it all up to stage level. You just roll it on. Amazing. They also have, they also have colour-coded lines on the floor, so you can just look at like a key that says like dressing room or stage, and you just follow a line, and it takes you... Because the main thing in venues is the spinal tap moment of just getting lost because the fucking half room are just so like old Victorian theatres with different staircases and mad corridors. And then this one, they just painted lines on floors so you can just be like, stage, red line, it just takes you. Yeah. And it's, oh, it's fantastic. Catering's amazing. The hangout spots up there are great. Even the music they play in catering is really good. Yeah. They had the dark soundtrack on. If I didn't love it enough and then that was on, I was like, come on. Yeah, amazing venue. Um, I think mine was that one in Gangzhou. Oh, the one that... Oh, uh, Guangzhou. Where, like, everything fucked Where we up. opened, but it was that headline Which... show, that one. Oh, no, that's good. <laughs> Oh, no. That's that good. was in Kunming. Um, Mao Live House in Guangzhou. No, the other one. 
It was where I like S- just smashed SB? up about six mics because nothing was working. SB, I don't know if it actually was a bad venue or whether my my thoughts of that venue is just because everything went wrong for me personally. It's a shame because that venue is a place that we'd been to that place twice yeah. on trips before we played it yeah. and they like looked after us and they were amazing. Oh Do you yeah, remember? amazing. Like, yeah, that's, and we were yeah. like, this would be sick and we were in that studio, went on the roof yeah, and it was yeah. like, and then we played there being like, this is good. we've always wanted to play it, this is going to be awesome and it just... I I spent the whole show terrified that you were just going to leave. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, I, I think I did leave at one stage, didn't I? Because it back. was so bad. Every oh, time he's you, about to blow. Why was it? Why was it so? <laughs> he's bad? gonna blow. He's gonna go. <laughs> why was it so bad? The monitors and shit. I think they were, I think your monitors were getting tangled. Your mics weren't working. They, they had cages fucking, on and they were feedbacking wherever big, I was. Big, was. big, yeah, yeah. That was your ears didn't work. It didn't matter where I was standing. I was getting. I feedback. couldn't look at you, mate. I couldn't. It was like a full show of feedback, though. Yeah. What are you gonna do? It Sorry won't. that you feel like that sometimes when I'm on stage. No, but it was just... It's <laughs> I, scary I've, I've been there, dealing man. with an untamed tiger. <laughs> <laughs> it's scary dealing with the locust. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, we should have happened. But yeah. it was, it was like, I mean, because we were witnessing you go through so much, <sighs> like... That's my new one now, is like when my shit goes that west... I just take my guitar off and go side stage and then watch someone else fix it. Yeah. Like, if it's wakey, I'm like, you do it. I'm not going to go on stage. Like, I wish yeah. I used to. Yeah. stuff around. And wish like, I used to. Yeah. I just get out way and then he can fix the fucking thing. I'm just, question, yeah, though, straight for a beer and just like... Yeah, good question, Or you man. could do the classic Aaron McKenzie and just go in the audience and watch as a fan. <laughs> There's been a few shows where I've looked down and Naz is on front row. He's just throwing horns out. I'm like, ah, bro, what up? <laughs> Can't wait to gig, man. Fucking hell. I know, I remember gigs. It was so we... sick. That was a good question, Aiden. Ryan Thank gigs. you. All right, next one. Let's fucking hear it. Yeah. All right, so the next one is, how are you all feeling about playing live again after such a long layoff? Because obviously this will be the longest you've been without playing since you probably started. Mm. So, true. true. Definitely. True. I think that Obviously, we're moving ever so closer to releasing our new record, Sleep Society. So, you know, we are getting into our heads that we're going to be sort of jamming together soon, at least. You know, it's been a long time. I'm fucking, I'm hyped, bro. Yeah. I'm like, I've had a break from the record, the new record, and now I'm spinning it again. And I'm getting so fucking pumped, man. Um, Because now I'm envisioning the songs being played live more than ever because I know it's coming closer to that. Like, Mm. we've just sorted out the live room. Mm. We're sorting out our rigs, our guitars, and Mm. I've got to think about how am I going to play it and stuff like that. And I'm fucking, I just want to, I'm gagging, man. It does feel good. Just playing with you yesterday, I was like, this is what I want to do. I just want to rock the Play fuck out, Play my fucking man. guitar and throw my set around and shout my head off. And yeah, good, good sound festivals. It kind of starts like, feeling like um, all work and no play in a way. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because you, you're creating and you, you're sort of doing what needs to happen this end. But yeah. not getting out there, meeting people, visiting places. Totally. I talked talk to Nat quite a lot about it where I'm just like, the bit we do it all for isn't yeah. there no, yeah. I've been that, like occupied with everything nicely same, before same. like with the writing and the recording I've been cool and now there's this space and my excitement's really coming back like for the entire lockdown I couldn't really give a shit because I was busy doing other things but now I'm I'm really really excited like a little kid ready for Christmas walking out now at a show and the first thing just like 
hearing that Sleep Society shout. If people come, that is. If Imagine people like come. not playing shows for this long and walking out to the Brixton show. I think I'd just have a nosebleed and collapse. I think I'd just well, you remember the, over. Remember the Australian yeah. show we did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. But yeah, that is that <clears throat> the first time I hear that shouted back, hear Sleep Society like and the journey it's been throughout all these fucking whirlwind mental and like it's gonna be wild man it's just gonna be a beautiful thing I'll probably cry I think, I think. we've been really lucky as well because we had to cancel a few shows off of our American tour mm. but you know I've spoken to people that have released records like Neck Deep for example um, they released a record sort of just into the first lockdown and they've just not been able to tour it at all so you know it must be really weird to release a record and not you know, not be able to tour it. So we've been really lucky with the scheduling and how things have fallen into place for us. So up until this point, we have been scheduled to write and record. So we've lost festivals, but at the same time, um, we, we really can't grumble. People have had it really tough through this whole situation yeah. and we've been able to keep our heads in, in the album. So it's been good. The first show back, if all goes ahead, will be... Where I'm just Slandle. I'm just trying to work out where is this wait. moment going to so be? Stoked, How famous will you feel Stereo walking out to people Glasgow. watching you? <laughs> you know, like, How famous you feel? Do you know like, what I mean though? Yeah, we yeah. had people looking at us playing music for ages. You'll be like, we're actually in a band. And I would, do, yeah, you go, man. Everyone's just going to go. Why is Matt's granddad filling in for Matt? <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Why is Sean's nan alive and well? <laughs> All the band have been changed for their grandparents. Hey, weird though, man about visualisation and stuff, when I was writing uh, Sleep Society, all the industrial sounds and stuff, mm. in my head, I had um, the feeling of, do you know when you watch Slipknot at night at festivals? Mm. They're obviously always headlining yeah. and it's dark when they play. Yeah. I, I had that in mind for when we played these songs and I'm so happy that it's going to be nighttime for Slam Dunk. Mm. Right. I don't know, I know it's not a big deal, but in my head, that's what I've envisioned. It I'm is. fucking super stoked. Outside, nighttime. Yeah. As if Stereo in Glasgow is going to be the first show back. They serve great food upstairs. We've had lunch there. We've never played there. Nice. Again, good vegan calf. Perhaps um, if people come. If everyone returns, there's all the sold-out shows for all return their tickets. The Yeah, good question. Aye. I think it's safe to say we are excited. Um, and what is your third question, Aidan? The third question is, if you could all get a superpower each, what would it be and why? Fucking like this guy. <laughs> I want a minute I want Bernard's watch time travel yeah is that yours is that might, might, it might be Bernard's watch back in time uh, not, not back in time, time just it'd just be like I, I would be there too I think I'm so late all the fucking time fair, fair I just you want, are. that's why I just want <laughs> no. and I'm like you know I spend so <laughs> every, everyone's nodding we're gonna get everyone's, mad Bernard's watch <laughs> like a Bernard's watch you know when you're just like oh, I ain't got enough time to do that whatever you got all the time in the fucking world, Bernard's watch. Bang. Mm. Do well, that well, stuff. Well, Unpause. All good. Being able to fly though. It's a good one. I, I'd go back. I'd be Bernard's watch, but like any era of time. You know, also like Queen's nose. Ancient no, Egyptian times or Roman times. Or like, like the future car. Yeah, I'd, I'd love it. I'd travel. like to just be a, a fucking tabanger. Fly on a wall in yeah. like a really old I struggle to, to be a tabanger. I struggle to speak, me. I don't know if you've noticed. Um, no, definitely. Time travel's got to be yeah. invisibility. That's right. That's what it is. It's called a tab. Yeah, just to be a fly on the wall. An eavesdropper. An eavesdropper. eavesdropper tabanger. Everyone, yeah. everyone yeah, will know, know what I mean. mean. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Tabanger. You're fucking tabanger. Yeah, yeah it's definitely <laughs> a thing. You were tabanging on us. That's how they bloody know. <laughs> yeah. 
What would you choose if you thought about that? Uh, I'd probably do invisibility. Because you yeah, just be able to do whatever you, you want. Naughty, that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go wherever you want and do whatever you want. <laughs> Imagine what money you'd save on flights, though, if you could fly it. <laughs> <laughs> you save so, a few hundred quid a year. These, pra- <laughs> these practical superpowers are so good. Yeah, just cutting in lines and shit. <laughs> Great being invisible, man. Uh, yeah, I'd I mean, fly. flying would be good. Yeah. But yeah, I was thinking to keep Bernard's watch. On Bernard's watch, I get on the plane without anyone knowing I've gotten it. Now I sound like a terrorist. You keep saying Bernard watch, but I don't really know what you mean. Bernard's watch, it was a TV show. Yeah, oh, it's probably after your time. Ow. After your time. Ow. Ow. I remember the turtles Ow. as well, you know. Gots to think about the turtles, Terry. Um, trying to think of more superpowers. got to be more. Right. Pardon? What? <laughs> um, so you said you play in a band yourself, Aiden? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. So have you just not been jamming through this time, or have you been writing music like over the internet or whatever it's called on digital? No, no. Yeah, we've still been going to practice room, writing new tunes and meeting up. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you'd like oh, that one. I'm sorry, Aiden. We've been we are running out of gas today, <laughs> mate. On internet or whatever they call it, digitally, <laughs> digitally. Oh, fuck me in the fucking. Oh, sorry, man. sorry. You, you were saying? No, it's all right. No, we're still been meeting up and jamming and practicing and writing and all of that stuff, trying to get oh. stuff done. Uh, just released a single last month, so that was pretty cool. Cool. What's the band called? Yeah, just working on new stuff. Uh, Hollow Storm. Hollow Storm. Nice. And what sort of genre? Just like a hard rock band, like Nickelback, all the oh, nice. stuff like that. Mm. Awesome. Cool. Nice. We'll check it out, brother. We will indeed check it out. We'll check it out on the and digital. You all should too. I don't know who to point out. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> should. The, the listeners, you should. Well, thank you so much for your time, bro. It's all right. Thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Nice to see that you're keeping safe and uh, all the best with the band in the future. And thank you incredible amounts for being in Sleep Society. Yeah, and definitely. sorry if we're... It's because we're so red up here. It's boiling up here. <laughs> it's, it's going to our heads. But yeah, cheers for being in Sleep Society. He might leave, he might leave after this, I, I imagine. <laughs> I really hope this is the leaving point. Don't leave, mate, please. No, we appreciate the support there, mate. And uh, yeah, thanks for talking to us today. Yeah, cheers, brother. Hang on. No problem. Again, thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure. See you soon. You too, man. Stay safe. I have listened. um, I don't know if I'm late on this or what, but I came across the new Teenage Wrist record. Oh, yeah, good. And I've been playing it to the dudes here. um, And I've been loving that. There's a song on it called High Again, which is just... It's mm, just the mm, sign mm. of the times. So sick. Very good song. Yeah. What about you, Matthew? Let me just look at things I... um, Things I've liked. I am. I need more RAM in my brain. In your brain, that's actually getting worse. You can't upgrade. It's over for you. Yeah, so. I know. It's yeah. Um, I've been spinning new Justin Bieber's album. Really good. Mm-hmm. It's not much. Of, I'm, I'm sort of digging back into places. Um, into places that I've been before, listening to tunes that I've not listened to in a while. Um, with bands. I'm listening to um fucking hell, how long is this gonna last? Yeah, never mind. The new Lotus Eater <laughs> track came out, which is banging, very heavy, is very it? good. Um 
also, I've been really enjoying the singles that Holding Absence have been releasing. They're, yeah, that's they're good. Really, they've been releasing such consistent... You were just saying you weren't that songs. into it a minute before we started. <laughs> you said they were crap. <laughs> <laughs> you said they were shit. No, I think, that, I think yeah, they're, they're really I'm good. really looking forward to the record. The newest single, Circle Something... Um, I can't remember what it's called. Now. Ah, circle something. Rounding yeah. circles. It's not definitely not that. I mean, listening to Bloody Wood. That's what I was going to say. Uh, Bloody Wood. Yeah, love Bloody Wood. Love Bangra. Yeah, I'm. I'm like, I am going down a Bangaroo at the moment, listening to a lot of Indian music. In it's- circles, the old and absent song, the latest single on their forthcoming album. I think... I love that drum. I don't know what the drum's called. I think it's amazing. they're releasing on the same day <laughs> as we are. I think so, aren't they? Makes me want to dance. That? Yeah, so... What? Old and Absence are releasing their new album so on the same day So they're releasing documentary the same day. Sure? an album. talking about the documentary. Does. No. The album comes They've out got the us same bugged. day They've got us bugged. We know you're here! So yeah, shout out to those guys. Killing it. Love the new songs. Um, we know you're in, yeah. <laughs> we know you're here somewhere. <laughs> um, NF. NF's dropped Lucas a new album as well. Is it a new album? Clouds, yeah. Mix. It's got, I think it's got a few old remixes on it, but it's fucking sick. <clears throat> I need to pull it together. Check out some new shit. Anything else that I've been listening to? Uh, I know I'm again digging back and listening to quite a lot of Figure Four, which is the band before Comeback Kid. Yes. Um, and just enjoying that sweet, sweet hardcore mosh. Yeah, great band. Um, and another band I've been jamming as well um, for all those sort of technical metalcore lovers. Um, walking me yeah. <laughs> So that was that. Yep. That um, made sense to me. I can never Matt. get the name in my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Walking with me. <laughs> Kingdom of Giants. Kingdom of Giants. Uh, oh, New North Lane. Very good. New North Lane. <sighs> There's something. Wicked. A moment of Ram. New North Lane no, is yeah, really yeah. good too. Yeah. Love it. Um, competition. Maybe, maybe We've got competitions kicking off here. Competition? We've got competitions what? to talk about. <laughs> so. Wow. Oh, I think I threw that sheet. Are Sean's... we giving away a snare? Is that it? We are giving yes. away a snare drum. Ah, <laughs> and nice. what have we already given away? If you've not joined, then you're missing out big time. Headphones. With one of your pickups. Headphones, my whammy pedal completely, sa- completely tagged up. Yeah, these headphones, brand new. Uh, a Bluetooth ones. A pickup and a whammy. A gold fucking gloss pickup signed. And then I think, not in the guitar world, but this month's giveaway is my favourite yet. In terms of my personal input to it, I think. It mm. looks great. It's uh, So it's Sav's 12-inch Piccolo snare. We used it to record anti-social. We used it to record, it to record oh, so what? Yeah. Um, and it sounds really cool. Don't know why we're giving it away. Same, no. same with the whammy <laughs> as well. Really same with good. the whammy and the pickup. These things I need and can't afford great. myself. Well, piece giving of, them away. You know, you know? For someone to enter the competition. No, I'm saying. Like, how many people are entering Love. this competition in total? Like well, that's the, 300? Like... So everyone, there's 2,000 plus people in society. Everyone is on there can enter, but we ask you to do something to enter. For this to enter, we want you to tell us your favorite story about your favorite live music story. It's really easy to Over enter. Over the past two yeah. years, just tell us a good story. We just want to hear your experience. It doesn't have to be a sleep show. And it doesn't really have to be lengthy. It can be no, like, it can just be like it was amazing. Just we want to know. Yeah. And also, you've got to show someone who doesn't know sleeps, sleeps. You can show them a video, a song, whatever. If you want to tag us in a picture or a video of you doing that then you'll get some extra brownie points so it's recommended yeah say what were you saying it's about 300 people enter these competitions ish like yeah two and a half thousand. So one yeah. in 300 is fucking big yeah. like, it's a very good chance of winning you stick it lottery on you're in this fucking thousands and thousands probably millions of people yeah. uh, talking 300 people you can win Sav's snare 
Come on. Come on. Come on. There's a lovely design on it as well. It looks really nice. And I've painted it. They've become a bit more of a you challenge each said time. You weren't too keen on that design <laughs> before we started. I mean, it's not for me, but I, you know. <laughs> again, no, I, I wouldn't wear it. it, but I get it. It looks wicked. I want to keep it again. Really nice thing. I wouldn't wear it, but I get it. Uh, you've kind of, you've got brass, gold, white, black, very nice little color palette. You'll see pictures if you go, uh, go. Check the link <laughs> if you go on digital, you'll see some pictures now. Go, now go. <laughs> go online and that. So we're giving that away. So if you're in the Sleep Society, you can enter that. If not, join the Sleep Society. <laughs> it doesn't matter which tier you are. Join the Sleepy Society. <laughs> join the Sleepy Society. It doesn't matter which tier you are. You can enter. We're struggling. tiny little interaction. You're in for the chance of winning. Thanks so much for listening today. It's been fucking fantastic. And just as one more shout out, because I know we kind of do the shout out thing. I just want to shout out the guy who made me this lovely sleets ring. Is he, it? He asked me to. Um, Parabellum, London. Making a lot of cool stuff, this guy. Um, yeah, he's done some stuff for Architects and Barry Tomorrow. And mm. he's just, he's just I saw for it. It. he did Reynolds, like a scythe. Yeah, he's, he's like gone out on his own from working under someone else as an independent guy. So yeah, check his stuff out. Parabellum LDN. Does he want to make a few for album release? Yes. Nice. I've already asked him and he said yes. Nice. Nice. That'd be cool. Check him out. Very cool. Um, So yeah, thanks so much for listening. That's it for me. I also don't give a fuck. Peace.